Hey guys, it's Open Tabs. My name is comedian Burt Kreischer. Uh, comedian Burt Kreischer. Stand-up comedian Burt Kreischer. Uh, host of the Travel Channel's hit shows Trip Flip and Burt the Conqueror and many, many more. Illustrious career over the network. Decided to leave to start this multimedia conglomerate that I have now. I'm a touring stand-up comedian who will be in... Did you see Eddie Bravo uh, talk to Theo Vaughn? About what? I don't know. Uh, sorry. I'm in the middle of this fucking <laughs> okay, illustrious yeah, read. Um, me, Nate Bargatze, Kyle Kinane. Buffalo, Chicago, Detroit. Uh, the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd of June. This weekend, I'm in Birmingham, Alabama at the Stardome. Tickets still available for all of those shows. <laughs> Not moving quite as uh, quickly as any of the other markets I've ever had in the last two years. So you might get a, like a real Birmingham urine for a, a treat. This is old school Burt Kreischer when there's only 150 people in the room. There should be more than that. There's 150 people already sold. But uh, but it's a different beast when you do. Anyway, I should pull that up. I wanted to start with this. This woke me up and made me giggle. It made me giggle because I realized uh, this guy's allowed on planes. Okay. For those of you listening, this is a podcast and a video uh, show that goes on YouTube. If you want to chat, catch it on YouTube, go to my channel, A. Kreischer. Why would you make it so simple, Bert? But um, if you're listening, what this is, this is a train. And there's, uh, there's a black guy who is videotaping. Clearly, he has stepped on a man's toes. Okay, and the guy is not having it, and he's not letting it go. So what you're seeing is a guy holding a camera and videotaping over his shoulders the man whose toes he stepped on. The man whose toes he stepped on kind of looks like uh, like a old Bobby Brown, like a like a Bobby Brown Brown makes it a '72, like a Flavor Flav character. Uh, yeah, he's got big glasses. Okay, and this is his rebuttal to a man stepping on his toes and the only thing that kept me up laughing hard as shit was this man is allowed to fly this behavior that's happening in a subway this man is allowed on planes okay step on my damn corns again step on my damn he does a little stutter step that you've only seen Eddie Murphy do when he plays old black characters. I'll step on his damn toes. I'll step on his damn toes. Step on my coins again. Show him what he's doing. Is, by the way, I've watched this video a hundred times. He's pointing out a larger black man. Who's then is standing to the side and he's going, step on his damn toes. Show him, show him what it's gonna be like to be in the NFL. Step on because the guy's big. And he's and he's and he's he's doing a Ric Flair. Woo! Like trying to bring the audience in. And it gets even fucking better. On purpose, too. He stepped on him on purpose, too. Step on his feet. Step on his feet. There's the big black guy. Step on your damn feet. Step on his feet. 
It is what it is. Now watch, here we go. He's not rallying the audience the way he needs him to. Step on my damn feet. I'm going to the ambulance. This guy is a character that I thought was racist. Like, meaning, like, when they did this character, I thought they were mocking uh, what it was like to be an older black man. I thought it was, like, insensitive. Uh-uh. That's a real... Oh! Step on. I'm going to the ambulance. He, he said ambulance. Yeah. I love this guy. And he's allowed to get on planes. He's not done. You don't hurt, you don't hurt my damn foot. Pulls out a piece of paper. He's going to write his name down. I'm not playing with you, man. You think I'm playing? I'm not playing with you. What's your name? Step on my motherfucking feet. Now he's smiling and he looks like Michael Irving. Because <laughs> he's got like a... This guy is fucking great, but it's not until he starts clapping his hands in the car wash theme song. I can't wait to step on that motherfucker. I don't step on your uncle's toe. He ain't gonna beat me up. Shit. I'm gonna beat your ass. Fuck you, take your uncle on your toe. You ain't gonna. Woo! He might have Tourette's. Now that I think about it, he might. Like, he might be mentally ill. Here we go. Get the clap in. <laughs> what? Now, here's what's bothering me is that as a white person, I know how the white people feel. This makes white people very uncomfortable. Very. This is simply, and by the way, th- I'm telling you, I want to write a book called Things I Learned from Black Comedians. Number one, how to cook eggs properly. You season the pan. Butter all around, you season the pan. You season the pan. Mm. Patrice O'Neill. You season the pan. Make an omelet. Ooh, we're going to get to eggs in a second. Mm-hmm. But th- don't let me. The next thing we need to talk about is eggs. Um, I have fucking four eggs this morning. I did not intermediate fast. And so there's white people around in there. And usually what white people do, this, this is from what Red Grant and Donnell Rollins told me. This is how black people communicate. That's why the guy videotaping isn't scared he's going to get hit. Now, the black guy videotaping is smiling, as a matter of fact. And he's like, step on my damn toes. I'm going to whip your ass. And he starts laughing. Like, yeah, you will. Like, if that was a if that was me, I would be like, sir, please. Please, sir. Sir. Like, the characteristic, the characteristic white guy impression, I would be doing it. Sir, I didn't mean to step on your toes. I'm, sir. Uh, Maggie. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, it won't happen again. And then I when promise. he started to clap, I'm surprised that one of the older white women didn't jump in. Like, woo! Anyway, step on my damn toes. Let's get rid of this. That was a great way to wake up. I really want to talk about flash floodings. I really want to talk about Anthony Bourdain. We'll go to Anthony Bourdain right now. This is what we have to do with eggs. Okay. Um, who, who saw that coming? Mm. That really fucking... That... I don't like... Uh, I don't like the... There's a lot of things I don't like in society. We'll talk about another one in, in a second, uh, I think. But uh, I don't. It's it's hard to compartmentalize how to feel about Anthony Bourdain taking his own life. 
I was at a Hollywood premiere last night, and a lot of people have theories of why it happened, which I won't share because they're theories, and I don't think that that's responsible. But uh, it just sucks. Guy, guy sent me an email uh, this week. Obviously, last week, Kate Spade killed herself. I had no connection to Kate Spade. I had probably equally as amount of a connection to Anthony Bourdain, but we were on the same network for seven years or five years or whatever. Um, so I always felt like I knew him, uh, although I didn't. I never met Anthony Bourdain. I never interacted with him. I, I'm assuming he would not have liked me at all, but he was friends with Joe, so that's an odd assumption. Him and Joe were pretty close. Uh, but a guy sent me an email last week, and he said he's going through some rough times. I don't know what I said. I, obviously, I'm not an inspirational guy at all. I hope I'm not. I don't try to be. I don't. I mean, clearly, I'm in a sauna suit right now. That's my working out for the day. <laughs> but uh, I get pissed off by the work hard and put your mind to anything, and you can accomplish all your dreams. Tell that to CM Punk. He worked really hard. He worked really, really hard. I think. So mad that was on the pay per view. Yeah, but he. He worked really hard and he believed in himself and it didn't happen because that's I, sometimes you end up fucking hanging yourself in a bathroom with a fucking it happened to one of my buddies hung himself in a hotel room with a towel a guy sent me an email last week he said uh, I was in a, I'm in a really bad spot I've been thinking about just suicide and uh, and you said just don't do it just don't do it so by the way it's the, I think it's copyright infringement on Nike just don't do it as the suicide swoosh just don't do it just don't do it I don't mean to be flipping about suicide but I've had so many friends kill themselves <laughs> I but <laughs> just don't kill yourself just don't kill yourself I tried to compartmentalize what I say compartmentalize a lot um I try to compartmentalize what uh the the comfort in suicide like because when my buddy killed myself killed himself I had a really hard time with it. I still have a hard time with it. I think about him a lot. He was one of my best friends ever. Like I've known, we knew each other when we were very young. And uh, and uh, he's one of the greatest guys and the most fun fucking guy. The most fun guy. The concept of something's burning, I came up with with him in his apartment on Detroit Street. Detroit, this guy was so fucking interesting. He didn't have a good time when he lived on Detroit Street, although we did do, like, we made uh, peanut butter Monte Cristos because we wanted to make food that we thought would be a good idea, but no one had made before, and then we made peanut butter Monte Cristos. So let's do a fe- peanut butter sandwich and then deep fried it, and then we turned out, oh, they do that all over the fucking world. <laughs> but he was just a really fucking great guy. And he believed in himself, and he, he was a hardworking guy. And sometimes you end up killing yourself. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get morose on this. Obviously, I have no fucking. I'm not a motivational speaker. I don't have any insight to life. What worked for me will not work for you. I don't know how your life's going to get better. I can't fucking fix it. Okay. I'm. I. What's my advice? Um, lay in bed watching. Uh, videos with your daughter until 1130 then text Halston and say hey can we do a podcast I don't I'm not a fuck I don't get up like Jocko Wilnick and and fucking work out at four in the morning I fuck around I'm goofy and I can't tell you that hard work's gonna get you fucking anything because I because it won't a lot it just won't it'll just get you hard work you gotta be lucky as fuck in this world and Anthony Bourdain was lucky he was lucky and he still killed himself. 
I've heard from so many different podcasts how much people look up to him and how much he had their dream job. You know what I mean? And for a lot of people too, you have people's dream jobs too. You yeah, know? and by the way, I'll never kill myself. Right. That will not be happening. I can promise you that. Dude, I like me so much more than I like you. I would never kill a person. Like Kanye said, if I thought about killing me, bitch, I know I thought about killing you. <laughs> I would, I've never thought about killing anyone. I'm definitely not going to kill myself. Um, yeah. I, do, I, don't, I, I have nothing to say about Anthony Bourdain. And I have nothing to say about suicide. I just think you shouldn't do it. Stick around. I could use the numbers. You know? If you <laughs> Trying to build open tabs My here. My so. only fucking job is to make you giggle and forget about the shit in your life. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know? I think the bigger platform you get, the bigger you get. Uh, Anthony Bourdain posted this video. It was National Egg Week. By the way, PETA can really shit on any fucking birthday cake. And they really... PETA really does fucking ruin any national you name it day eggs national egg day and all they did was post videos of killing baby chicks so in the sea of of agenda news that comes out on national egg day of like and by the way it's pretty brutal apparent i don't know how they're having so many chicks but they just drown them and then crush them up into dog food so when it says chicken and dog food it's baby chicks <laughs> thanks Peta. It was National Egg Day. All I was thinking was, God damn it, I love eggs. And you shit on it for me. But then Anthony Bourdain, and by the way, I hadn't thought about Anthony Bourdain in a while. Anthony Bourdain just, uh, just fucking saved the day. And I watched this interview with him and another chef. This is why we'll get into flash floods in a second, is that if I took away anything from Travel Channel, it was a little PTSD. It was a fucking the ability to drink a handle of vodka in a night. And it was that passion begets passion. When you find someone that's passionate about something, you don't have to do any work. You can just sit and watch passion. It's so much fun. Dude, I am passionate about stand-up comedy. I am passionate about it. So if you listen to my podcast, it's, by the way, great podcast this week. Kyle Kinane, Nate Pargazzi. Bert, you're all over the fucking map. I watched this video on Anthony Bourdain on how to scramble eggs with this other guy with green hair. He's a chef. Danny Bowen. Like, what is the food you've done the most? And you told me omelets. probably omelets. Yeah. I'm the most. So what's your move? With Look, I go with the Jacques Pepin, uh, yeah. platonic ideal. Eggs, salt, pepper, cooked in butter, uh, not over beaten. You want a little rippling in there, texture, um, and cooked bavas, meaning a little wet. Bavos. And, and just you know, in a pan, figure eight. You forget he was a fucking chef. Like you always forget. I always forgot he was a chef. Like he, like you know why it's omelets? Because that's like omelet station, bro. Everyone's getting omelets. That's the one thing you work at a restaurant. In the, uh, omelet. Can I get an omelet? Uh, don't over, don't over scramble. Don't over beat. Pull them off the, uh, pull them off the heat just before they're done. Finish as they sigh onto the plate and serve 
I don't know how I can answer that better than him, so I'm not going to try. But <laughs> is that not amazing? Wiley Dufresne, they were having a uh, they were having a WD50 holiday party at Mission Chinese Food, and we set up an induction burner in the corner, and we had some eggs in a pot and a whisk because I knew Wiley was like Wiley is like if anyone knows Wiley Dufresne, he's like the king of eggs. He loves eggs. He loves scrambled eggs. So I, I, love I was like, hey eggs. chef, can you help me? Like uh, I don't really know what I'm doing over here, and this is in the middle of their holiday party. And we had a tin of caviar and like all these eggs, and I said, hey, can you help me? I just need to figure out how to do these eggs over here. And he was like, oh, you mean Midtown eggs? And I was like, what are Midtown eggs? He's like, so everybody wants their eggs cooked in Midtown. And he's like, showed me, he just butter, eggs, whisk, whisk it really on and off the heat slowly to get these little tiny curds. And he finished it at the very last second. I want to say he finished it with cream cheese and not creme fraiche. It had this, it gave it this really silky, luxurious texture. And creme fraiche. And then, yeah, and then he put it on top of toasted white bread, like white toast points, and then we put caviar on it. That was the best scrambled egg I've ever had in my life, obviously, but even without the caviar, it was like, it was crazy because he had this technique. But I mean, I tried doing it with him and completely messed it up the first time. So, you know, things about the eggs, it's like chefs nerd out because it's the most unforgiving and most satisfying thing to make in the world. So I can't, but his answer was the best. I, I just, I don't, I don't really scramble eggs at home that often. I make a lot of omelets. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I, I still, I still, I, yeah, I hated cooking professionally, uh-huh. but at home, you know, cooking an omelet for somebody you care about. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. Unlike most of my career. That, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, 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 that. Egg white like, omelets ever? Deeply, Have you done an egg white omelet for yourself ever? You shouldn't be intimate with anyone who just eats egg white omelets. I mean, that's the end of a relationship, right, right there. Uh, like you think that that smile was lost that night? What a fucking great answer! What a cool, what a cool guy Anthony Bourdain was. Like just a cool guy. You know, here's the fucking rub: is that with really cool guys, like the cool guys, the cool guys, they're tortured. I'm not cool. I'm not cool. I'm tortured, but not cool. Like, cool guys always got something in their crawl. Fuck. Sucked. Not to bring this podcast down. Let's see if we can bring it up. Oh, my manager's calling me. What's up? You're on uh, Open Tabs. Oh, that's what I was wondering. We have a call with one of your agents in three minutes, but we can push it. Who? Uh, Digital agent. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, How much time have we done? 18 minutes oh fuck tell them I'm working on something digitally <laughs> we'll do one can you just can you just push it oh yeah 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 whenever uh, but I definitely want to do that call yeah alright All right, thanks alright bye um, so let's let's see if we can turn this around in some positivity okay someone said to me the other day what did you think about Paul, call Paul Krakauer John Cracky John Krakauer, John Cracker, John Krasinski. <laughs> oh, John Krasinski. Kras- John Krasinski, motherfucker. I was thinking Michael Crichton because I just saw Jurassic World. Danielle Pineda, Daniela Pineda is. Fu- remind me to Google her. Sure. She's fucking phenomenal. She's stand out in that movie. Uh, the movie's great. Check out ja- Jurassic World: Fallen Something this weekend. It airs. Um, Someone last night was like, what did you think about John Kraginski's uh, Jack Ryan? Now, we're going to be honest, okay? Not shitty, just honest. Eh, not interested. And they're like, really? I said, yeah, I don't, I don't see him as like an action star. And I know that that was the lure of Harrison Ford. Bear with me. Bear with me. Don't, don't leave me out. Don't turn your back to me, listener, viewer. It's not, I, I, Harrison Ford was like, <clears throat> cool, man. 
He's fucking Han Solo. It's hard to be Han Solo. It's the mystery. You know, they said one time, um, uh, Tom Selleck was up for that role of Han Solo. But they're like, he just, there, there was no mystery to him. There was no danger. That with, with, there was danger with, uh, with, uh, with Harrison Ford. You could always see like a danger in his eyes. Same thing with Brad Pitt. There's a little bit of danger in his eyes. And that's the difference between a movie star and a television star. Tom Selleck didn't have the danger. That's why he became Magnum P.I. By the way, the trailer for the new Magnum P.I. thing looks fucking awesome. Looks awesome. Okay? Looks awesome. Uh, I don't have that up, but it does. I watched it. It looks awesome. I was like, hey, I'm not having it. And then this morning I went, why would you be so shitty? At a movie premiere, someone's talking to you. You don't know who the person is. And they're asking you about, and I like John Krasinski. And they're like, why? why? In my head, I was like, why would I do that? So I watched the trailer. Holy shit. Did you know that Jack Ryan, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, is an Amazon series? No. I'm fucking completely in. By the way, this is perfect casting. This is amazing. I'm so fucking excited. He is an action star, but in the true sense of who Jack Ryan was, was he was on the analytics guy. He didn't belong on the battlefield, but he found himself on the battlefield, and he was the regular guy that had to fight his way out. John Krasinski's fucking perfect for this. He was meant to play this guy. He's the guy from The Office, the guy that just sits at the desk and doesn't do shit all day. But you know, if The Office, if shit went down in The Office, the one guy that was going to save the day was John Krasinski. Am I saying his fucking name right? Yeah, yeah. John Krasinski. Dude, let's look at the trailer for the new Jack Ryan coming out on Amazon. I will be watching this. I am fucking pot committed to this motherfucker. John Krasinski, Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan. Official trailer starts August 31st. Do we miss it? No. Oh, August 31st. You do this often? Dynamic people of the street and forget them. You're my first one, actually. A little lighthearted. How am I doing? A fight scene. Shoot me. I drop this and I'll die. What exactly does uh, State Department supply chain logistician do? I work behind the desk. Yep. You got it. Oh, this is why I this Dr. is where I turn. I need you to come with me. What? We have to go. Dr. Ryan, I need you to come with me. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. What have you got? The individual behind these transactions could be a high-level target. His name is Suleiman. How come you're the only one that knows about this mystery man? I was just following the money. By the way, is that the black guy from the office? I hope it is. I hope they had all, I cast all the office people in this in this series and like slide them in, you know, that one guy's a terrorist. You know who I'm talking about? You know who I'm talking about in the office? Craig Robinson? No, but slide him in. He works deep. Oh, Leslie David, the one who's like, you gotta be kidding me. Wait, the black I'm guy, I think he's in this. Take a nap. I think he's in this. They have cells in France, Yemen, Syria, and those are just the ones we know about. There's something different about his agenda. I'd like to set up a task force. Whatever he's planning, he's ready now. I can't go to Yemen. I'm an analyst. I don't interrogate people. I write reports. Get on the plane. I don't think that's him. We gotta figure out a way to get inside his head. Musa bin Suleiman is my husband. By the way, I, can I tell you, I slept on how hot Middle Eastern chicks are. 
my whole fucking life. You know, I'm super attracted to Indian chicks and Middle Eastern chicks more than ever. And I just didn't have them where we were growing up. Like you had a couple, but not like the way you see them now. Like in Florida, that sounds racist. In Florida growing up, I was telling someone this yesterday. We didn't have Asian people. We didn't have Middle East. You had a couple Middle Eastern people and a couple Indian, maybe Pakistani people. Man, I am fucking. The other day I was like, I saw these women on this hike and they were beautiful. I was like, I never even, I never even dipped my toe. My son is with him. Is he planning something here? Paris was only the beginning. This is a series, people. Just follow along, watch, and learn. This is a series. This down. My son, get him back. you have did he just hit a chick there <laughs> was it the indian girl did he just hit a chick here oh i fucking love this series what would he be if he had him hit a woman <laughs> he just in the trailer <laughs> he just hit a woman because she disagreed with him what if there's a trailer for how what a horrible guy this movie was? And he like kicked a cat. Anyway, Jack Ryan, I'm in. Paul Krasinski. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. <laughs> John Krasinski. We'd like to be on my podcast. It's an open invite. Uh, hopefully we'll get Wes Borland out of the shows in Detroit this uh, next week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, CM Punk. Uh... Lost. Got destroyed. Yeah. Destroyed. A lot of people are just really mad that that fight even took place. A lot of people. Yeah. I don't even... I, I really have no insight on that. Just because I'm not... I'm not a... I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. I didn't... I, there's a lot of UFC fights I don't watch. And that was just one of them. I only watch the big ones. You know? Anyway, Eddie Bravo. So, it's so funny. Theo Vaughn is fucking killing it he we worked together in san francisco i say this i say this i won't say i don't want this to sound shitty but like i was at the front lines when a bunch of people got out of reality television and got into stand-up tom segura's wife being one of them christina pajinski was on road rules yeah and and like when you saw them this is by the way i gotta understand this is like 15 years ago okay this is a while ago, maybe even longer. But when you saw them come over to stand-up, as guys who got into stand-up uh, out of stand-up, like got into stand-up from the ground, and you see people, you're, part of you was always like, do they even want to do, do this? Do they even care about this? Is this something that like a lot, like a lot of road rules, real world people try stand-up. It was a natural progression of like, oh fuck, this is a quick way to make money, right? And I think Theo and definitely Push and Theo had that over their head for a second, but it kind of went away the more they started hanging out of the clubs. I watched Theo do stand-up the other day. There's not one person on this planet that can't say Theo is not 
a 100% legit comic from top to bottom. The guy is funny as fuck and he's taking chances that only comics take. Like, you're not going to see guys that don't, aren't passionate about stand-up not take these chances. Like, I take these chances. I'm a fucking legit stand-up. I've been doing it my fucking whole adult life. Since I was 26 years old, I started doing stand-up professionally. I've been doing it. I'm 45. I've been doing it 19 years. I take chances. I fail. Theo took fucking big... Sw- I sat on the side and watched him in San Francisco, and I was like, holy fucking shit. I went up to him, and I was maybe a little over the top. I was a little high, but I was like, bro, you are... You're... Mer- you're I mean, Rogan had told me one time, Theo's fucking killing it. I heard that too, yeah. And I was like, and I was in my head, I was like, I was like, I was like, really? I hadn't seen him. And I, by, but by the way, it should be noted, me and Amy Schumer believed Theo to be the, the funniest person we knew alive. Now, I'm not even fucking around. When we did um, Reality Bites Back, me and Amy Schumer appreciated Theo's sense of humor more than anybody. We would laugh so fucking hard at him. He is genuinely just a he is the guy that just is out there to just be funny. That's it. Only that was job. 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago. He'd been doing stand-up maybe six years at the time. And me and Amy were like, bro, this guy is legit funny. Like, if he can find his voice, there's no stopping him. And he found his voice. He's great. Now, cut to, I watch him on Rogan. Great appearance on Rogan. Um, I watched in and out clips or whatever. And one of the things he said was he like, he talks shit about Eddie Bravo. Did you see this? Mm-mm. It wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't super, like, it wasn't bad. He wasn't trying to be an asshole. He was being funny, but it was talking shit. Like, it was definitely talking shit. And Eddie Bravo called him out on it, on a podcast. It's so interesting. When you see a guy, it was, it's a really, I, I'll play the clip. I wonder if I can, if I can, I'm sure I can find the clip. Eddie Bravo, Theo, Vaughn. Um, he's one of my favorite podcast guests to listen to. Who? Theo. Theo, Eddie, Eddie Bravo too. Yeah. By the way, cool. Eddie Bravo's fucking, here's the thing. And this is what like, and this is what Eddie is arguing. The, the, and by the way, it's a, it's a, it's a friendly argument. It's not, there's no, there's no beef. There's no drama. What Eddie's saying is, you know, Joe had said to Theo, you just did a podcast with Eddie Bravo. And, and I guess Theo is like, yeah, man, he's like a deaf, uh, a a deaf Jack Russell Terrier. And Joe's like, what? And he's like, may you ever been around a Jack Russell Terrier? They get out of the car and there's no stopping. They go after what they want, which is true. I had a Jack Russell Terrier. And he, and Joe's like, what do you mean deaf? And he's like, yeah, and you can't get him back in the car. Once Eddie Bravo gets out of the car, there's no getting him back in the car, which is okay. The only, my only problem I had with the, the statement and Joe and, and, and Theo are laughing at it. And I laughed at it too. It was a fun, it's a funny, it's a funny comparison, but it, it's, Here's the, and we're, we're getting back to passion again. Here's the problem. As a podcast host, when Eddie Bravo comes on and wants to talk, bro, that's, that's what I want. Yeah. I want a guy who you don't, have, trust me, you do not want a very attentive uh, fucking St. Bernard. Like, you don't want someone who sits in the car and listens to you but doesn't do anything. You want the Jack Russell and a, and a guest. You want the person, hey man, Tell me what you think about fucking jujitsu, about rock and roll, about drugs, about fucking chicks, about getting laid, about conspiracy theory, about fucking anything, MMA, you know, jujitsu. Eddie Bravo's amazing at that. So that the only problem with the, the analogy, which is a good analogy, yeah, there's sometimes that, you know, Eddie can, I, I guess, 
can maybe lose someone like Theo. But as for me, I love it, man. I love listening to Eddie. When he talked about the flat earth, yeah, I'm fucking all over that shit. I'm listening. So that was the only problem I had in that. And but I, I was like I was like, Eddie, Joe, Theo, everyone knows it's love. There's no problem. And then Eddie had Theo on his podcast with Tripoli. And there's just a, a glitch of you just gotta hear Eddie go, but it, but you are talking shit, and you forget. Don't, don't I don't forget? No, and I know Theo didn't forget. You can see it in his eyes. Eddie Bravo is a fucking savage. He can hurt you with his feet. Like he doesn't yeah. need his hands. No. He can hurt you with one leg. I see it, man. I see what's going on, and I this love is, it. So this is this is Theo. This is Eddie explaining to Theo that it kind of bothered him that he said that. Which is, by the way. This is what I fucking love about men. This is what I love about men. Is it like men? I'm not a man. I'm, I'm a boy still. Like men talk to men. Do you have a problem with you? I'm going to talk to you about it. I'm not good about that. I, I like talking behind your back. Yeah, but you'll apologize if you really Oh, I apologize hard up. as fuck. Yeah. Not before I call Segura and tell him all about it. Talk with him. The reason I got deep, when I, then the reason I turned into a deaf Jack Russell. Yeah. No, you're, you're Which one of the top? Spot. Yeah. The reason Which I got into great that animal. is because I was under the impression you were into it. I so was. I thought, I looked in your eyes like, this motherfucker really wants to know. Because you, you guys started asking me yeah. about shit. And then I went off. And I'm like, if, if I'm going to talk about uh, conspiracy theories, okay, now I'm going to go off. And I'm going to turn into that deaf Jack Russell. You know what I mean? But I totally was expecting not even to get into that and just keep talking about pussy and music yeah. and shit like that. And then you got on Joe Rogan's podcast and you, you, uh, it was funny. Yeah. It was funny. You called, you, you said that I was like a devil. Yeah, I wasn't trying to be rude, man. No, no, it was funny. Look at Theo's eyes. You could totally see Theo being like, man, I, I was, I was just talking shit. Like I was just being funny. I was just trying to be funny. Like I love, I've got respect. You can see it in Theo's eyes a little bit. It was rude. Watch. No, no, it was funny. I'm I saying it was funny, a little bit. But it's a little talking shit, though. Yeah, that's a little talking shit. Yeah. It- when he does that, dude, I've. I'm, okay, so now let's just backtrack for a second. I am a man in that I grew up like a man. Like I got uh, in fights. You know, I fucked. I did drugs. I, I'm, I'm a man. Like I, I'm not like a lot of Hollywood types are like nerds and then they get famous and then they realize they never really turned into a man. They never really became a man. They never had a woman say no. And then them appreciate that space, you know, or like, or like no one ever offered them cocaine at a party. So then when they get offered, they go fucking nuts as opposed to do one bump in the bathroom, be polite and fucking go home, clean your house. Right. They've also never had a man speak to them. Theo's a man. Theo's a man. He legit is. But when you see Eddie go, but it is talking shit. It's talking shit. That's the moment right before you get hit. Like, I've been hit before. And it's, yeah, but, and it's a guy like going, hold on one second. Let's, I'm going to, don't, let's not forget I'm the alpha here. I understand where we're at. And when he did that, I was just like, woo, I got chill bumps be funny if it wasn't talking shit right right so i want to apologize that's where eddie's like I, eddie's like i want to apologize for you know being a deaf jack russell terrier but i don't think he should i don't think he should i thought he was i thought i think eddie's fucking fascinating that's all i hope that didn't start spark beef I, it shouldn't the fucking clip is called uh eddie bravo wants to choke out I, that's what what it came up for me and i was like really um Mini driver. I'm fascinated. 
I'm fascinated at seeing. I don't like. I don't like throwing stones in a glass house. I do not like doing that. I all, that's why I don't say a lot of shit on Twitter. Cause I'm a fucked up dude. Okay, like you, you can pick apart my life very quickly. All the things wrong with it, matter of seconds. Uh, if I throw a rock, I've done it before. I've done it, thrown a rock and have people fucking destroy me very quickly. Fans of mine, fans of mine, go easy, Bert. Let's not forget da 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 da. And I'm like, okay. Did it to Anthony Bourdain once. He posted a selfie of him in front of a jet. It just didn't. It rubbed me the wrong way because I was like. Bro, I, and I called him out, but I didn't tag him in it. And my fans lit me up because they know I'm a fan of his. And, they, and, they, and like, dude, if anything, this, I was saying this to, uh, to uh, on a Ferris the other day. This is a conversation. Like, mostly, this is a conversation. And it's held in the comments and in the tweets and the DMs. Like, I say shit, it's fucked up, and then they hit me back with either a message to my email, bert at bert, bert, bert com, or hit me up with a DM, or, and, they, and I, they did it with Anthony Bourdain. They're like, easy, bro. Very quickly did I find pictures of you in front of a jet. And I'm like, <laughs> you're right. By the way, picture in front of me in front of a jet holding money. <laughs> So like, don't throw glasses in a rock house, right? Whatever. I think the saying is, don't throw crack rocks in a glass house. The mini driver, she's in beef with her neighbor. I don't know how old long long ago this is. The mini driver has been someone who's like been calling out celebrities, right? But then you see mini driver, like who she is, and apparently she does not have respect for the veterans. <laughs> Just. It's part of what I fucking hate about media. Just watch this. Mini driver flips out over neighborhood shared driveway. Inside edition. My property. This is you my property. This is my no, property. That's Oscar nominated actress Mini Driver letting her neighbor you have it. You're a danger to everyone who lives in this And you're going to lie about this too? No. Driver is used to She's hot as fuck. Screen. Her breakthrough role in Goodwill Hunting. Uh, Circle of Friends, breakthrough role. Do your fucking research. Inside edition. Circle of Friends, breakthrough role. Her an Oscar nomination. You're afraid of me. You're afraid that I won't love you back. You know what? I'm afraid too. But it's nothing compared to the drama Driver's experiencing with her 75-year-old neighbor, Daniel Perlmutter. It's been all-out war between these two in their Hollywood Hills neighborhood for the past year. The dispute is over access to a common driveway. She's making it very difficult for us to live in peace. This is the gate causing all the commotion. Daniel. Dude, shoot me in the fucking head. Make me not do it. Shoot me in the head if I have to drive to do reads like this with a light panel on me in front of Mini Driver's house. <laughs> if you ever have a light panel on me and I'm holding an inside edition fucking mic, mic with the fucking blocking on it, this is the driveway in question in front of Mini Driver's house. Daniel Rutledge, or whatever, this is the bullshit that they do. And by the way, this is where I'm going to get slammed. Okay, if I'm going to get slammed anywhere, it's going to be right now. Because I have a feeling about something. It bothers me. I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm sure everyone's going to let me know I'm wrong. 
filed a lawsuit against the actress for trespassing and assault. He's also demanding that the gate be removed. This is the latest in a series of disputes between these two neighbors. Perlmutter took us for a tour of the property. He believes Driver threw baby food jars filled with black paint to deface his wall. Why doesn't this motherfucker have a Nest Cam? Do you know how quickly that would go viral? Mini Driver throwing baby cans of paint at his wall. By the way, it looks cool. It looks like a fucking uh, Banksy. Uh, is, uh, I've been drinking beer lately, and it's. I've noticed I don't get drunk. I relax, but I don't get drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, confronted her about confronted it. Confronted her. You're vandalizing my house. You're vandalizing my house. And you know what she said to me? You're a bad man. You deserve it. Her response was... Uh, you deserve every bit of it. Ah, you deserve every bit of it. Why don't you have a Nest Cam, you motherfucker? Butter's attorney, Brandon Fernald, gave us this video no, of one no, of their no, heated no. run-ins. Clean this mess up or I'll call the police, okay? Oh, sure. Driver has obtained a restraining order, saying she fears for the safety of her children. Lawyer up, motherfucker! That's what many drivers good at, lowering the fuck up. She's got a team behind her. So, hey, can someone get a restraining order post on this guy? It's coming what drives me nuts. It's coming what drives me nuts. She says Mr. Perlmutter cursed what us. What a name, Perlmutter. Pearlmutter. Hey, I'm I'm Daniel Pearlmutter. Blue cigar smoke in my children's faces. Believe it. I believe it. Driver also claims on two occasions, Mr. Pearlmutter has leaped out. I do not believe that he leapt out in front of the car. I'll show you why. My car. No, I'm not in any condition for me. <laughs> He's hobbling down the fucking street with a cane. I'm not in any condition to I'm leap. I'm not in any condition. This is what drives me nuts. I'm not in condition to walk. Imagine leaping. I'll see you in court. Miss Driver's attorney sent us a statement saying Mr. Pull. Motherfucker, it didn't happen. What a nightmare. Let me see if I can find... Let me see if I can find... God damn it. This bothers me. This is... Actress Mini Driver is breaking her silence about... They'll do it. Good Morning America will do it. What they do is they leverage the fact that he was a vet, that he was in... 70 I'm guessing he was in Vietnam they leverage that in the story uh, veteran uh, Daniel Perlmutter mm-hmm. which is completely she says the dispute over a shared driveway has become so nasty her son is now terrified ABC's Diane Macedo has more this morning actress Minnie Driver is how come they know this isn't fair how come they don't show pictures of Daniel Perlmutter on a red carpet Daniel Perlmutter over here over here hey she is a horrible person. ...out about her ugly property battle with her 74-year-old neighbor. I have definitely lost my cool. I've never been that angry with another human being. Not that cool. Not uh, You're allowing her a voice that you're not allowing Daniel Perlmutter. I don't even know how this started. Like, what is know. the dispute? I'll tell you how it started. It started with me watching uh, Mark Wahlberg's wife get into a fight with a lady. <laughs> okay? That's how it started for me. <laughs> It all stems from a driveway she shares with disabled veteran Daniel... Disabled veteran Daniel Perlmutter. Disabled veteran Daniel Perlmutter. You don't need to say that. You're saying it. You're saying that to the... Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm a fucking veteran. Fuck mini driver. Uh, but it's not... Uh, here's where I'm going to lose people. And I apologize. I apologize. Let me do a sincere apology that you can cut and paste to the end of this. I really do not know what I'm talking about. I apologize for what I just said. Um, it was stupid. I was in the moment. I was passionate. All right. Now, let me say it. <laughs> I don't like when people leverage 
them being a veteran to get me to do business with them. And I've had that happen. I've had people say, hey, Bert, give me a card. Um, I do t-shirts. I'm a, I'm a vet. Like I, I was in Afghanistan. It goes against everything that made you be, join the military in the first place. Join the military is such a selfless act. And then to leverage that selfless act to try to make business, it just rubs me wrong. And when they do that in this story, it just, it just like, it's, and this is why it bothered me. And I, I should have maybe played this video first, but this is why it bothered me. Where the fuck's Mark Wahlberg's fucking wife? God damn it. Oh, Mark Wahlberg's wife. This woman does this. And more, more often than not, it comes out in a moment of like, it just doesn't come out right. I, I watched Dane Cook do this one time. This is so crazy. What is it? I shouldn't say. Never nothing. Okay. It was really fucking bad for me to bring that up. Because I think he lost his parents to cancer like like a couple months later. Mm-hmm. Like, but, yeah, but, but watch this. This happened with Mark Wahlberg's wife. Okay. And now, if you don't give me that parking spot, I'll die. Literally. Starring Mark Wahlberg's wife. She's hot. She's I love that she's imploring TMZ to keep an eye on her car, and then TMZ totally flips it. TMZ is such a flip-floppy bunch of motherfuckers. They're like, yeah, 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 we'll watch your car. Hey, you know whose car that is? Watch it. Watch the TMZ guy just totally sell her under the throw under the bus. AKA Wahlberg in a heated parking dispute in Bev Hills with this woman. You think it's her spot? Yeah. Well, maybe there's not really a problem here. There's definitely a problem. It's like a pl- I am backing into the spot, and Miss Princess over here. Oh, okay. I think she's a Okay, by the way, the the woman had me up until this moment. I was like, I've been there. Celebrity is really interesting. You're not used to being said no to. I watch it happen. I watch it happen in the Jurassic Park premiere. Just dudes just trying to do their job. All black dudes at the time that I was watching. Just trying to do their jobs and get people to not sit on the thing. And everyone was like, fuck you. I'll sit on it if I want to. By the way, they're, tr- they're not doing it because they have vested interest in the art installation that people are sitting on. They're doing it because they're saying it's unsturdy. But people are still like, mm, okay, all right, I'll do what I want to do. It's, it is so frustrating working with celebrities. So when I heard her say this, I was like, I was like oh yeah, definitely. Celebrities believe the rules don't apply to them. By the way, I'm guilty of that too and I'm not even a celebrity. I definitely have walked to the front of a plane boarding and gone, I'm in first class. No one knows what's going on here. I'm just going to get on right now. And then they're like, uh, we're not boarding anybody. And I'm like, oh, I just walked in front of 300 people. Okay. All right. Thank you. I'll be standing here awkwardly, uh, drunk as fuck, trying not to s- <laughs> so wobbly, 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 wobbly. I got a song to end the show on today. Oh, yeah. It's Mark Wahlberg's wife. Well, you wait here. It's Mark Wahlberg's wife. Throws her under the bus. Well, but, well, she can tell the police that she's not what? she's not loading and she screwed me. Really? How so? I have breast cancer. Okay. I have breast cancer. Now hear what she's saying. I'm here for my chemo treatment. I'm here for my chemo treatment. Mm. Okay. I can see how that would be very stressful. If you're pulling up for chemo treatment and a fucking person in a $250,000 car takes your spot as you're backing in, slides into it, I can see that that would really be upsetting. Oh, my. What do you say to that? And it's October. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm aware of that. Oh, it's working. Anyway, the irony to steal this poor woman's spot on her way to chemo during breast cancer. Not on her way to chemo. 
She's getting chemo right there. That's what she said. I'm getting chemo. Wait. So are you an Uber driver? I am. And you're a, and I'm a single mother. And you're a liar. And you're a liar. Now I'm a single mother. I'm a chemo patient. I'm a breast cancer survivor. I'm and I'm going to get my treatment. She took my spot for me to go get treatment. With breast cancer, late to her appointment. Yeah, freeze up on this fucking Lisa Lampanelli lookalike. This fucking cunt. And I call her a cunt. I call her. Make sure I call her a feckless cunt. Oh, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Oh, wait, I'm a guy. I can say feckless cunt. What? Is that how the rules work? It seems like it. Why are we going to throw Samantha B under the bus when she said feckless cunt? Fuck that. I don't think Ivanka Trump was a feckless cunt, though. I think she's fucking really hot. Do you know she's made $80 million like uh, on while she's been work? She's just side side job. $80 million. Oh allegedly. Allegedly. Doesn't seem like feckless behavior. She's got that side hustle. <laughs> it looks like a fucking effective cunt. Effective. <laughs> this is my ride. Say what? I tried to get into twist of fate. She's not getting breast cancer treatment. When I drop you off, I have to go to my doctor. She was picking up a client. Cancer lie, dude. Cancer lie. Cancer lie. You lied about cancer. You lied. You lied about cancer. You lied about cancer. You leverage cancer. You, you, you woman right there. See your fucking face. How dare you? How dare you? How fucking dare you? This was almost really bad press for Mark Wahlberg's wife. Really bad. By the way, this is the Mark Wahlberg's wife is a testament to if you don't go onto Twitter and don't read what they say about you. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, because watch Mark Wahlberg's wife's reaction. Hold on. Hold on. She might actually have breast cancer. We don't know. But she was not there for treatment. That's incredible. That's reprehensible. Isn't that what you want from your Uber driver? Someone who will scratch and claw to make it most convenient for you? But watch Mark Wahlberg's wife's reaction. Okay, enough with the bits, TMZ. See you later. See you. Oh, fuck. They show, they, on the other one I saw, Mark Wahlberg's wife comes out and is like, huh? What happened? Oh, yeah, she's gone? Cool. And goes out and buys another fucking $10,000 worth of jewelry. <laughs> Allegedly. Is there a podcast already named Allegedly? Passion begets passion. Bert, how, in the, how is it possible that you could watch one hour's worth of flash flooding videos? I'll tell you, I'll tell you very simply how I got there. Uh, video came up on my timeline. Uh... North Shore River Surfing. Let's see if we can find it. North Shore River Surfing. Yep. Waimea River Break. This came up. Really interesting. By the way, I've wanted to do this my whole fucking life. Okay, we're going to get rid of that music. We're just going to show you. I've wanted to do this my whole life. These guys are digging a trench that goes from the Waimea River into Waimea Bay. And at first I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like that, are they, I guess the little waves are going to build, right? So, and they do a little time lapse of it. It's really cool. And then we'll get here and the water starts going out and it starts taking down the sides and you're like, oh, that's badass. And then, I mean, 
you got to see this. I apologize if you're not watching. Right now, what we're looking at is like a three-foot river. Now, what's really important is what side of this river you decided to stand on. <laughs> because it is a three-foot canal going from the Waimea River into Waimea Bay. And you see people lining on both sides. Okay? I don't know why I needed to pause that. But I say what, <laughs> what's important is what side you needed to stand on. Because very shortly, this turns into a 30-foot river <laughs> that they are surfing on legit and and there is no getting from one side to the other if you are on the wrong side you are not getting to your car there's no getting to your fucking car look at this this is a people are getting swept out to sea on this fucking thing so i watch this i'm like oh that's fucking interesting and then i watch this video i like the next thing that came up i'll see if it comes up here um black rock it was this it was this really interesting video of of a river meeting the this guy was lucky enough to be standing at a place where a river overflowed and met the ocean and it created a little a little river uh, of its own to get to the ocean and I saw that and I was like that's cool and then I watched another one and then I watched a dam break and then I found this guy what's his name David Rankin okay this is maybe the most Surreal footage I've ever seen in my life. Uh, that's an overstatement. David Rankin is the foremost authority, in my opinion, and I've done the research. Jamal, you don't hold a fucking candle to David. Jamal's another guy. I clicked on it. And I thought how cool it would be to watch a flash flood chaser. There's black. It's not. It's this white guy who, quite honestly, is so irresponsible. I can't even get behind him because he just is hiking during thunderstorms when he knows he shouldn't be. But David Rankin, this should have more subscribers. So we're probably about 40 miles from where the heaviest rain fell. Now, initially watching this, I thought, I do not like this beard choice without the mustache and the chin strap. And then I went, what year is this? It's 2012. And I thought, I hope he matured. I hope he's still doing his thing. But anyway, just watch this. This is fucking fascinating. And uh, it takes a while for all that rain to accumulate and work its way down the wash. What happens is the front of the flood, as it's working its way down, starts to get clogged up with debris that's in the wash. So you have dead trees, bushes. And first watching this, I thought, this blowhard doesn't know shit. Okay? But I clicked forward, and he is what's called a flash flood chaser. He finds out where a flash flood is going to be. His newer videos, he's upgraded his technology. He shows Doppler radar what he's looking for. It's really, he's really, and he's, by the way, he's gained weight in his new videos, and his beard's cool, and I'm like, thank God. By the way, I think he's just a beard fashion chaser, to, to be honest with you, because his 2012 beard is what was cool in 2012, and now he's rocking what's cool in 2017. No, sh not shitting on David Rankin. I don't mean to shit on him. That's not, that's not the point of this show, but this is fucking fascinating. This guy gets in front of a flash flood. Look at this. It looks like something out of CGI. It is dirt and sticks climbing over each other. And by the way, going right up to David, who jumps out of his way at the last fucking minute. This guy knows what the fuck he's doing. 
Then he sprints to get in front of him again. He goes to places where he can cut off the flash flood, like it's got to cut around a bend, and he runs in front of it again, and then gets in front of it, and runs with it, filming, and then gets out of the way at the last minute, and it if he gets caught in front of it, he fucking dies. It is... A hundred tons of of wood and mud, no water. You don't see water. You just see wood climbing over on top of itself, like a tractor, like like a like a tractor tire, like like not a tractor tire, but you know, like the you know the caterpillars, those those where, where the you know what I'm talking about, motherfucker. Like, anyway, like how a tank has look, not in the best shape, in worse shape now. Look at this. It's just, and he's right in front of it. And it comes right up to him. And watching it climb on top of itself is fucking mesmerizing. And then right to him, and he's out of its fucking way. Fuck yeah, it was. Yeah. Those things are dangerous. Actually, that was a dry wash. It's a dry wash. He's fucking so good at this, and I co- I'm mesmerized by the mud and the sticks climbing on top of each other. It's like the wood, wood pieces of wood are moving like a snake. It, I could not stop looking at this, and then all of a sudden I'm watching Flash Flood Chasers for an hour. He's passionate too. Dude, I gotta show you more of his work. If there's a fucking flood in Utah, David Rankins is there. This guy drops everything, including his chick, who, by the way, is fucking hot. He's flash flood chasing with his chick. I'll show you. I've never seen that before. All right, let's go to this one. This one's a good one. This is one with his chick, I'm pretty sure. He brings his friends in. This might have been one I just Probably watched. about 40 miles from where the heaviest watched. rain fell, 40 or 50 miles. And uh, it takes This a is what I just watched. God, look at that, though. Look at that. Look at that. If I, if I was going to get back in television, I'd do a show called pa- Chasing Passion. Where I just went with Kimmy Swimmy, Kimmy Warner, the fucking deep diver in Hawaii that I'm obsessed with, that I still follow on Instagram, who has a pet lizard who eats the flies that she lays out her salmon skin. The fly dude, I'm fucking I I, I love this guy. Let me see if I can find the one with his chick, because his chick almost gets eaten up and you can hear him be like, What the fuck are you doing, you dumb bitch? He didn't say that, but it was close. This has gotta be it. Copyright. Oh, copyright, David Rankin. He owns all this footage that I'm sharing freely. So go see, and I hope he doesn't sue me. I don't think he can. I hope he can't. Anyway, just go follow him. It's Rankin, his Rankin Studio. This one's published in 2012. This one's definitely with his chick, I think. This is Chinstrap David? Yeah, Chinstrap David. Here at the confluence of three washes. The one over here to I know what he's talking my about. left behind me in the video is Coyote Wash. And it's a pretty decent sized drainage area. The one in front of me, which I'm standing in, is much larger. Coyote is just a tributary to it. And it's called Wall Weep Wash. This is when I got respect for him. When I watched this video, I was like, oh, this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. And by the way, 
I'm only waiting for the fucking money shot. It's what's it called? SM, SMS, SMR, SMR is the, uh, someone corrected me. Thank you very much. I said, it's just creepy things kids are into. And he's like, no, 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 it is. It's, uh, it's almost like it's relaxing. It relaxes your brain. Oh, ASMR. ASMR. This is ASMR for me. I could watch someone on an ATV running through a river basin on a high def camera just right in front of that dry flood because you like chaos is that what it is yeah you find comfort in chaos and that's just madness is that it that's it yeah yeah rodriguez said so this thing delivers some massive flash floods when we get heavy rains north of here and he knows what the fuck he's talking about what you're messing with because these things can't kill you yeah a short time later, Coyote Creek floods first. Dude, there's something really sexy about watching a flood start. <laughs> David's right there. Right there, and he gets out of its fucking way. Okay, then, so if I'm obsessed with chaos, then what is it that part... Okay, there's another video he does of a really intense flood. Let's go to all his videos in Rankin Studio. <clears throat> Let's just go from uh, uploads. Let's go to all his uploads, because I've watched a bunch. Let's see the other ones I saw. Uh, buckskin wash. No. Oh, monster flash flood. Look at this. Oh my God, what is it? Why is that turn me on? Oh, and he's right there. What does it say about me that I want to get so close to it that I almost like a, like a, like a matador, like it's not touching me. Like I was thinking of ways I could get into the flash flood, but not be inside it. Like I want to hang a, a rappel rope off the bridge and watch it. Like just touch it with my hand. I want to get close to the flash flood. Dude, David, next time I'm in Utah, man, can we hang out and go to a flash flood? <laughs> Dude. Okay, so is it what am, am I really obsessed with chaos and that's why I'm into these videos? Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, let's check. Oh, I want to check out this chick. We're wrapping this up. This chick, <clears throat> this woman, Bert, don't be such a fucking sexist asshole. What the fuck's wrong with me? By the way, she's represented at UTA. Daniela Pineda. Pineda. She was awesome in Jurassic Park. She's really awesome. And she was so funny. She walked right by me, and I did not recognize her even having seen the movie. I, I bumped into her like twice almost. She had a really big gown and like really nice shoes. She has a badass tattoo on her arm. And uh, but she's awesome. Let's see if we got any good videos of her YouTube interview. Let's see. Let's see. Let's get a little bit of her personality. Let's all find. Oh, she's in the Vampire Diaries? Oh no, she's in the originals. Let's get a little. Let's get a little. Let's 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 become a fan of somebody's. You guys want to? Let's become. Let's as a, let's do this. I always talk about buying into something. Like I'm I'm a big uh, John Krasinski fan. You guys know that. Since today, I'm fucking bought into that guy. Let's all get into Daniela Pineda. 
Panita. I think I'm saying her name right. That should be the name of the show. Mispronouncing names with Burt Kreischer. You know, I did an entire episode of Something's Burning with Michael Rappaport and found at the end his name's not Michael Rappaport. It's Michael Rappaport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daniela Pineda. 30 years old, 29 years old, lives in Brookland. We're on the set of the originals with Danielle, is it Pineda? Pineda. Pineda. I love the space between her teeth. You know who she is? Well, I was just saying that you said her name right, Pineda. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Um, tell us about who you play on the show and how you... I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I hope Daniela Pineda sees this. I'll tell you why you're a great fucking actor. Actress. Actor. I think that's sexist. I'm being racist. What? I don't know. I just, if you throw it out enough, it doesn't count anymore. Sure. Um, there's a point in the movie where you are so expressive with your eyes and your chin that it blew me out of the fucking water. There's a point in the movie where something happens and she looks up and her eyes, dis- like I'm doing it wrong. She didn't do this, but she, she goes like this and then her chin goes like a little, it crinkles. Quivers? It quivers. And I went, whoa. I was like, that's like fucking real. Like you just translated real emotion with your face and probably what? She probably did it five times in a row. How the fuck did she do that? I was like, more of this chick. By the way, that's all I'm asking. Hollywood, more of this chick. Let's see if we can find her. Really expressive eyebrows. Um, so I am the uh, the the powerful witch, or uh, I don't know how how powerful I am, but I'm the um, I'm the strategist. Sophie is uh, the. Witch. Okay, I don't want to see this interview. This isn't going to turn us on to her. Just type in Daniela Pineda and see like her most viewed video. I'm sure that one's good. Dan Yell. Oh, it's already up. Oh, it said in her bio, comedian. And so I typed in. I wanted to see some of her stand up, but she's never done stand up. Uh, she's just, let's see how she interacts with Chris Pratt. This has got, uh, 64,000 views on it. So here we are. By the way, by the way, by the way, I read some shit interview about the movie I saw last night where they didn't like the black kid in it. The black kid's fucking awesome. Okay. The black kid's fucking awesome. My fucking daughter's favorite character in the whole play. This sauna suit's really kicking in. Can you see them sweating? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. In the middle of England, I believe. Right? I'm with Justice and Daniela. Do you remember the first time you saw Jurassic Park, the original? Yes. You used to take family to road trips, and we would all, like, pile in the van and watch the Jurassic Park movies in order. Yeah, so all my siblings would, like, like, try to, like, look away, and I was like... Come on, let's get to Daniela. She's my favorite. <laughs> Jurassic was one of the first VHSs that I had. You know the scene where the T-Rex breaks through the top window of the car? I wanted to be the girl. She was did a great, great job. Also, she's a, she's awesome. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not representing her properly. Everybody, I apologize. I really want us to become fans of hers. I think you need to see the movie, and you'll be like, God damn it, she really is good. Let's real quick see if we can find her most viewed video, and then we'll just we'll play a song, and we'll get the fuck out of here, and you can have a great week and see me in Birmingham, and please someone bring 200 friends every show. Um, let's see. Mo- let's see video. Uh, right now, there's someone going. Bert, enough. Uh, that can't be it. That can't be it. No, 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 no. Daniela Pineda, view count. That's it. All right, guys, we need to really get behind this chick. Well, no one's seen the movie yet. You're know, like the first person like... to see the movie, so she'll probably be a huge star next week. Oh, let's get in front of it. 
Let's get in front of, she's on Look TV a lot. I don't know what Look TV is. Guys, let's get in front of this, okay? Let's become, uh, let's blow her up. Let's, here's the, th- the theory in life. It's positive energy. She is super talented. You're going to love this fucking movie with her in it. She is so good in this fucking movie. She really is. She just is. Great actress. Let's get behind her and and we become her fans. And just, just All you got to do is name drop her once this week. Do you see Jurassic Park? I heard Daniela Pineda killed it. And then we'll just start the word of mouth. That's how word of mouth starts. Everyone was like, God damn it, Danielle Pineda. Like on Twitter, just like Danielle Pineda. I heard you're awesome in Jurassic Park. Can't wait to see it. You're the breakout role. And don't say that because I don't want like the justice is the young black dude. I don't want him to feel like he didn't do a great job, but we didn't decide to get behind him. There's a great line in the movie that got totally lost on everybody. Oh my God. By the way, my buddy Tom uh, should not talk about this. What's the line so- in the movie? I can't tell you because I don't oh, want to give it away because okay. it's it's their movie. Okay, it's like the, you know, Rogan was the first person that started doing that. Be like, you'd be like, oh my god, my buddy Tom has got a great joke, and he'd be like, hey, don't tell his joke, let him tell yeah. it on stage. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh yeah, that is kind of fucked up. But there was like guy new guys who'd be like, oh my god, they'd go do radio and just do other people's act and go, oh my god, my buddy Nick does has this great joke and do the and then everyone was like, I gotta see this guy. He's got funny friends, huh? Um, Daniela Pineda, we're just gonna get behind her. We got to get her more views. By the way, fucking. Oh, here's her. Here's her, oh, here's her YouTube channel. Eight hundred and fifty-eight subscribers. Well, she doesn't need YouTube anymore. She's a movie star. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey on her physical physique. Physique. Why can't I fucking read out loud? All right. So I'll get behind Danielle Pineda, and we're gonna blow her the fuck up. I could see she's so good in movies. I'm being serious. She needs to be in more movies. She will be. Jurassic Park will help a lot. She will if we do our job right, guys. Yeah. Hey, look, wait. Hold on. Let's stop. Hold on. Stop. What am I fucking doing? Let's do this for me. Why are we doing this for Daniela Pineda? Guys, bring me up this week. Motherfucker. <laughs> How, what is wrong with my brain where I think, you know what would be fun is if I showed everyone a great talent and we really fucking enjoyed. God damn it. Just do it for Daniela Pineda. And also share open tabs. Let's make that a shirt. Do it for Daniela Pineda. Like, you know, win one for the Gipper. Hey, man, you want a shot? No, I'm good. And then just say to your buddy, do it for Daniela Pineda. And they'll be like, fuck, I'll do it for Daniela Pineda. Shots. I'll only do shots for Daniela Pineda, okay? That is for the... <laughs> you're going to get so fucked up this weekend. If you come up to me and you're like... By the way, it's, can't, it's only can be fun boy shots. Can't be hard liquor because my wife's not letting me do shots of hard liquor because I'm training for triathlon. If you... You can either say, Daniela Pineda would do it, or you can say, dude, do it for Daniela Pineda. <laughs> this sounds creepy, by the way, because she's like 15 years younger than me, and that was not lost on me when I was watching this, and I was like, oh, she's awesome, and then I was like, wait, what am I, cheering on a child? That's like, I can't watch movies where uh, there's a new movie coming out called Hot Dad, and I was like, yeah, and I clicked it, and it's about this dad who's fucking his friends, daughter's friends. I was like, yeah, that's, I'm not into that. By the way, when I just want you to know that when the outrage comes for the guy I'm thinking of, I was ahead of it. I'm going to tell Halston about it. I'm going to tell Halston about it. And when I read it out loud to you, know that I was ahead of it. I was ahead of it, and I, I saw it coming. I saw it coming. We got a few of those in the chamber right now. Yep. And this, this one's going to be cultural appropriation, a.k.a. blackface. Uh, and I called it. I want you to say I called it. I want, that's, I'm, I'm going to say I called it. 
I told my publicist and my manager about it yesterday. I called it. June, July. What do you know? What, when I'm in Cleveland, I guess I could do that. Much, I'm not pulling out my calendar for all these fucking lunatics to look at. Jesus Christ. Do you want? I'm in Cleveland for Rover Fest. Uh, I'm at Hilarity's Thursday and Friday. Roverfest is Saturday. I'll be doing stand-up two shows Thursday, two shows Friday in Cleveland. And on that show in Roverfest, do you have the date I'm in Roverfest? July 19th is Hilarity's in Cleveland. July 20th, also Hilarity's. July uh, 21st is Roverfest, correct? July 21st, yeah, Rover's Morning Glory. Rover's Morning Glory, Roverfest. And on that show is, wow, Little Dicky has 295 million views. Remind me to write a rap. Um... On that show is one of my favorite artists in the world. Uh, he is, I, I want to say, a man that taught me more about uh, black culture than any one black comedian ever did. Uh, aside from Patrice O'Neill taught me a lot. By the way, it's so funny how people like, now that Patrice is dead, they're like, they're like, man, I remember Patrice used to come at me like, why are you so fucking funny? Why? And you're like, that, he never said that. He definitely never said that. Like, I was going to do that about Anthony Bourdain so bad I wanted to do it so bad and be like yeah Anthony Bourdain pulled me aside when I, you know what someone just do this clip just do this clip and then don't do that that's fucking horrible Anthony Bourdain pulled me aside when I was at Travel Channel and he's like you know I watch your show and I study how you work as a host and that's how I try to work like I watch your clips and I just try to like redo them I redo them on my show and I don't always do it right but you're the best, Bert. That's what Anthony Bourdain said to me. And Patrice O'Neill was next to him. And he was like, I couldn't agree more. You're the best comedian I've ever seen. And then Winnie Houston walked up. And she was like... Let's do shots for Daniela Pineda. Let's do shots for Daniela Pineda. On Roverfest, Big Boy will be there. I am going to desperately... I got to see if we can get you out to uh, Roverfest. Yeah. Because um, one of your favorite bands is out there. Stained? I, I like Shinedown a lot. <laughs> Stained. <laughs> Uh, I hope to see you out at the show West Borland in Detroit you and your chick I got uh, tickets for both of you but big boy will be at Rover Fest I'm excited to meet him I, I will be introducing him on stage if I'm lucky uh, daddy fat sacks uh, Lucius left foot so let's uh, let's go out with a song that just makes you feel good and if right now you're like you know what I don't want to listen to this well you know what do it for Daniela Pineda I love this video. If it's alright. Cause it's an overweight like nerdy black kid. How come I haven't written a song like this? Like this is in my wheelhouse. We're still gonna make that song and video. We'll write it right we'll write it right after this. Here we go. I need more nicknames. Daddy Fat Sack. <laughs> I give her that Peter, Jack. Treat her like a queen. Then I give her that pita. Let's hear that line one more time. There's, there should be a show called White Guys Loving Hip Hop. 
Someone told me. Someone told me what. What was oh when I broke down <laughs> the Drake and Mick. Okay, Mickey. let's do that. That's how we're gonna end. We're gonna end on this song, and I'm gonna break down some great hip hop lines. Listen to this. <laughs> what do you say? Eat up, meet up, treat up, greet up. Give her that Peter, Jack. <laughs> give her that Peter, Jack. I've never heard a black guy call his dick Peter. I'll give it that Peter, Jack. <laughs> it's like, it's like, he's just a promo. He's fucking a, he definitely fucked a Southie chick one time. Do you want me to suck your Peter? <laughs> and he's like, give it that Peter, Jack. That's how we procreate. Take care of my babies, I'm going to talk the way. I'm going to carry the load and I'm going to win the bread as well. No tricking off of my girl. Yo, chicken off of my girl. She thick with all of her curves. Plus, she got her mind on her. Can I tell you one thing? I, I, I was on a cruise with a predominantly uh, African-American cast, not cast, people. Uh, and one of the things I noticed that larger black women do that I wish I had the ability to do, which sucks, sucks, is sometimes a larger black woman will just wear her hair bigger. like, And it really fucking makes her look hot. And I was like, oh, of course. Like, if you had a tiny little head but a big-ass body, but when you have a bigger head, and, a, and a, it just makes it look proportionate, and it looks sexy. And I wish I could do that with... I wish as I got... Maybe I'll do it with my beard. Just grow a really long beard. Yeah, let's just go back and hear how he treats his woman. By the way, no one's calling out Me Too when he says that he's a breadwinner in here. I love big boy. Wait, can we just go back to the Peter line sure. real quick? Don't be shy, don't be shy, don't be shy. Fuck God fuck his mouth could get me laid. He could talk my wife's pants off her. Man, black people bring something to art that white people have a hard time bringing. Like, I love Eminem, but man, this is just one of Big Boy's songs. And it, I, I, like, there's something to it. There's like a soul to it. That Eminem, I love Eminem. I'm not shitting on Eminem. By the way, shout out to Eminem. If you want to come to Detroit, please come out. Uh, I'll give you free tickets or I'll give you a plus one. Um, you bring Haley. And you know, plus two and bring Haley and then the other girl that you raise. But Eminem's a great guy. I'm not shitting on Eminem. I'm just saying. God damn it, man. What's the song by Big Boy called? All Night. All Night. Oh, Cedric the Entertainer. It's alright, it's okay. I've been feeling good, now nigga feeling great. Started out as a little hood, nigga from Savannah, then I moved to the A. Started out as a little hood, 
and word from Savannah that I moved to the A. Hey, what? Hey, he's so good. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're talking about a car right now, so we're backing up. I hope that you're enjoying me breaking this down. I love, I love hip-hop. I love the casting of the guy in this fucking video. I love everything about what Big Boy does in life. I want one of his dogs. Sucking up game like a wet back. Eat it up, spit it back. Sometimes I think they don't deserve me. Big cold is the ice in your nightcap. Get you what you're buying on by the night lounge. We don't discriminate. We just want you to participate. It takes two to tango. No whip the day go. The same, that same old, same old, old, same shit. We done switched it up like a plain clothes. Five old, twelve, same cold. My flow, hell, stay froze. It's something about that company. I sent for you if you come for me. If it's alright. Oh, little John. I wanna kick it with you all night. All night. Have a good Oh, big boy, my bad. Ain't got a worry, cause it's alright. It's alright. All night, all night, all night, baby. Don't be shy, don't be shy, don't be shy, baby. All night, all night. Ain't got a worry, cause it's alright. It's alright. Oh my god. Girl, I just wanna boogie with you. With you, with you. Oh, yeah. I just wanna boogie with you. Can you please learn this on the guitar? Sure. And then I'm gonna sing this song a cappella at Roverfest. Oh my god. Fuck yeah, big boy, you're the best. Let's just hear that Peter line one more time. That gets me. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna play this again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna play it again. I'm not gonna stop. Started out as a little hood nigga from Savannah, then I moved to the A. 
dirty, dirty. See, we grew up on boats and thirties. Sucking up rain like a wet bag. Put it out, eat it up, get it right back. They ain't worthy. Sometimes I think they don't deserve me. Big cold is the ice in your nightcap. Get you with your bonnet on the night lounge. We don't discriminate. We just want you to participate. It takes two to tango. No wet the day go. This ain't that same old, same old, old, same shit. We done switched it up like a plain clothes. Five old, twelve, same cold. My flow, hell, stay froze. It's something about that company. I send for you if you come for me. Come for me. If it's alright, I wanna kick it with you all night. What a great song. He spits fucking fire. You know what? He, he spits dry floods. That's why I like hip hop. It's the chaos. Eda, Frida. Show with that Peter Jack. I'm gonna smoke weed today. That's it. That's it. I hope you guys have a great. Okay, one more song, and then we're out of here. One, I gotta, okay, only because some of the best lines of hip hop are in this song. This is, by the way, 1991, I'm gonna guess. You know what I'm playing. Oh, there was no video for this? Oh, oh, shut up. No, this can't be a video. There's gotta be some guy that just took a. No. That's interesting. They put two Mexican guys in the Cadillac. Just let's listen to the beginning of From the bottom of my lungs, a nigga be blowing spit in this game. Coming up on you from the top the AT aliens they change. Who the most players claim to be a nigga that from the eight town see the home of the bank head bound. Camera road in other city streets, enough of the morality, fantasy, but it be speed not fixed. Even up pulling your guts, licking a Jerry Curse, you bitches. Every time I rhyme for y'all, I'm looking to prove a point. Kicking a freestyle every now and then, but mostly after joint. See I smoke good, but see go good with them flows. Bye. Uh, all right, let's fuck that. We're not going to listen to more music. We're going to wrap this up. I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll be in Birmingham sweating my balls into my socks because I'm certain it's going to be that fucking, fucking hot Alabama. 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 Well, welcome to Alabama. You ain't from around here, boy, boy. Hey, what you running for, boy? I was running. I don't know if that is a white person or a black person that I just did. Uh, I was jogging in Alabama one time and no, that's unheard of that when, where I was with Dowie and I was jogging down the street and this truck full of yokels pulled up next to me. And uh, one guy leaned out of the driver's side window or the car, the passenger side window leaned out like it was a fucking movie and was like, what you running from boy? <laughs> and everyone chuckled in his truck. And then I said, Jews. And I kept running and they were like, punch it. Cletus can't let the Jews catch us. To it all night. I meet a greeter, shove the pedo. I got to learn the lyrics. All right. I hope you have a great week. I love you with all my heart. This was episode 14, 14 of Open Tabs. Bert Kreischer, elite athlete. 
motivational speaker, stand-up comedian, no stand-up, no father. So, uh, this is gonna go on forever if I don't end it right now. I love you. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.